Hey, my name is Julia. Welcome to the Freelance Dietitian Podcast. Today, you are getting a bonus episode. Happy Friday! Hey everyone, I am releasing the first ever bonus episode on the Freelance Dietitian Podcast. Certainly not the last. The reason being, the guest who I'm interviewing this month, her name is Whitney Bateson. She's a really inspiring RD. She's so humble. Like she is so successful and she's so humble. I think she's really cool. Um, she's releasing a course and she has an early, early bird rate that expires next Friday. So I just wanted to make sure that I got her on the show in time so that if any of you are interested in taking her course, you're not going to miss out on that. I just wanted to give you options. Um, her course is all about creating your own digital brand and web development and web design. Um, I'll post a link to it in the show notes in case you're curious and want to check it out. But again, her name is Whitney Bateson and we're doing the whole interview next Tuesday. I knew that a lot of you also really wanted to hear this week's or this episode specifically, and I didn't want to let you down by bumping it further along in the month. So I decided, hey, let's release it as a bonus episode on Friday. And today's topic is going to be all about hiring a business coach, you know, how to tell if someone is going to be the right fit for you. Why would you hire one? Um, what's the difference between working with one that's a dietitian and non-dietitian? Those are all the most popular questions I've been asked about business coaches. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. Before I dive into that content, I just want to do a small plug for the course I released, the Freelance Dietitian Course for Beginners. The enrollment is closing today. I won't be opening it back up again, at least until July, maybe even a bit later, because I want to make sure that I'm available to the students who are currently enrolled in the course. Like It's so important to me that I'm available to those people to support them because Freelancing can be like the Wild West, and sometimes you're grooving along and everything's going great, and sometimes you feel panicky and you need some support. So for that reason, I've, I've decided to close the enrollment at least, for, at least for three months. If you want to join, you have until midnight today. Uh, just an FYI, the course will be increasing in price when I release it in the future. That is because I got feedback from students currently enrolled that the value way exceeded their expectations. So with that in mind, I'm going to be bumping it up. It will still be at an entry level price. I'm not going to go crazy. Um, It's never meant to be like, I don't know. It's never meant to be a high ticket item. It's really just meant to show you that you can dip your toe into freelancing and just to see how capable you are to push yourself and try something new and learn to talk to clients and be confident with your pitching and all that good stuff. So Anyway, I know I'm getting a bit rambly, but all that to say, it does close today. So if you want to sign up, now's the perfect time to do it. Let's move on towards today's content. So business coaching. Last year, if you're a regular listener of the show, you might already know that last year I ended up hiring two business coaches, more or less back to back. And that's pretty weird. Not a lot of people do that. I just was out of I had all the time and I was just at a place where I had the funds because I was working full time and I had my income for my business. And I just thought, you know what? I would feel a lot more confident quitting my job if I had like a really solid business plan in place. So I ended up hiring two different coaches for that. And that's because I was working on two different businesses. The moment that you know you want to hire a business coach is the moment when you really are fumbling around, spinning in circles and spinning your wheels and not making a whole lot of progress if you're in your business. 
if you're spending more time feeling overwhelmed than actually in action, making moves, putting yourself out there, I would say that is a great indicator that it's a sign you need to hire somebody. Another point I just want to make as someone who has opened businesses in the past without a coach and then opened several businesses now with a coach I let me tell you like I'll never open a business again without having a coach by my side like they are invaluable they keep you focused they teach you what's relevant like for me it's a no-brainer like really truly and when I listen to other RDs who have very um, high revenue earning businesses and they talk about their stories, they always mention they have a business coach. Like you don't achieve success at that degree without having people in your corner teaching you how to get there. I always refer back to an Olympic athlete. Someone who goes running around their block isn't necessarily going to be going to the Olympics, okay? Like they're supported by a coach, a nutrition team, a personal trainer, like it takes a village. And I really think the same is true when you're trying to create a sustainable business model that's going to leave you feeling heard, fulfilled, you know, full with purpose, and of course, earning some profit. So that's why you would hire a business coach. The next step is to go window shopping and start talking to different people and see who you connect with. Most business coaches have a discovery call option. And I sat down with, I think, five before I hired my first coach. And I'm glad I did because Every single one of them was a dietitian. Like that's who I started with because I wanted to work with somebody who would just get my experiences, who would just get what it meant to be an RD, who wanted to try something different. And I'm really glad I did interview so many of them because like I said, they were all wonderful. Ultimately, I ended up picking Krista Kolajesic and I'm really glad I did. We just connected uh, for several reasons. I think we had like certainly a closeness in age. So that made it really relatable just to talk with her and, you know, shared experiences in our RD journey. And then I also just really admired her ambition and her drive. And she was just so, she continues to be so inspiring and so motivating. And I just really believe that in business, you need to be working with people who are already doing the thing you're doing. At minimum, you need to be surrounding yourself by those people so you can just soak it up like a sponge. And Krista, when I first hired her, She was doing the thing I wanted to do. She had quit her full-time job and she had opened her own business. And I'm like, that is exactly what I want to do. And I talked to her and I clicked with her and I just hired her on the spot. And she was phenomenal. The biggest asset of working with a dietitian business coach, I would say, like I mentioned, she just gets it. Like we had very similar experiences in our dietetics career Um, she was very open-minded as far as like RDs go, right? Sometimes RDs can be, depends who you're hanging out with. I know that's not true for everybody, but she was just like the right kind of person that fit with me. So I can't say it enough. You need to talk to quite a few people, um, or maybe you'll strike gold on your first shot until you see who's really going to click with you and how they practice their business. I've had other RDs tell me that their business coach, who was like someone unnamed, like I don't even know who, who their coach was that focus very heavily on social media. And then other business coaches focus really heavily on marketing marketing, because that's what they're passionate about. So you have to also consider what are the strengths and the knowledge that that coach offers. And like, is that something that you're really looking for in your own business and is going to align with your professional goals? So yeah, so, so Krista's help was 
like I needed it. I needed someone to make me feel less crazy because I told her I want to quit my job like in the first session. And I just was sitting there and I remember feeling like so pale and like almost like nervous to say the thing that I wanted most out loud because then you feel like vulnerable, but also emboldened because it's real. And she and she didn't even blink, didn't even blink. She was like, that's awesome. Let's make it happen. Like, come on. What a better. There's no better hype woman. So. So, yeah. So it was a good time. I learned a lot. And afterwards, I started to like when I finished with Krista, I realized that, you know, I I wasn't necessarily her ideal client because she specializes in helping RDs in private practice. Like that is her bread and butter. She excels at it. I obviously did not open a private practice. So my needs were a little bit different. And I realized like I needed to hire someone who was doing what I wanted to do because I had evolved and it was freelance writing. So then I hired my coach, Colleen Walsh, the freelance writing coach. And she is not a dietitian. She actually writes in the beauty and cosmetic industry. Uh, And I just fell in love with Colleen. I found her on TikTok, actually. She kind of became TikTok famous. And then I found her. And again, the thing that I resonated most and admired most about Colleen is she was the first person in the freelance business world I had ever seen that was talking about how successful she felt her business was and she wasn't making six figures, okay? She says, listen, I live in Ohio. She's uh, living alone in her house. She makes like 80K a year. She's like, I live like a king because the cost of living in Ohio is very affordable. She's like, I don't need six figures. I work 20 hours a week. I make an 80K salary. Like I am set. And she kept preaching also just these amazing values or like these professional dogmas about how work is important to her and she obviously wants to do well but she also makes it a priority to indulge in her hobbies and her interests and like socializing as much as one can in covid at that time and just traveling and living your life like she was like when you're done work just like walk away like you're not on this earth to only be productive and honestly like i was craving that kind of messaging so badly because the hustle culture is a toxic culture okay and I was totally wrapped up in that hustle culture and hearing her say that was a breath of fresh air. So immediately I was drawn to her. I loved her work ethos and I just knew that I wanted to model my freelance writing business over somebody like that. So that's why I hired her. And, you know, without Colleen, I don't think I I could not have quit my job. Okay, maybe I could have, never say never. But yeah, she was essential. She really laid out a really strong plan for me. I felt really heard. It was so great to have some accountability. And yeah, so without her help, like I don't know that I would have been able to do it at the time that I wanted to do it. Something I would say when you're hiring a business coach, like as I, as I evolved and my vision became clearer of what I wanted to do, like that's obviously how I landed on Colleen because now I'm a freelance writer. So it makes sense. I hired a freelance writing coach. One thing to consider is that when you're hiring a coach, you need to arrive with a well-formulated business idea. A business coach is not a career counselor. So I wouldn't hire a business coach with a less than half-baked plan and then say, well, like, what do you think I should do? Like, what do you think I should do with my business or what kind of business owner should I be? Should I do counseling or should I do this? You know, like that's not really the right person to be asking those questions. They are meant to be your support system and your educators to teach you how to make your business concept thrive. Uh, 
So when I first started looking at business coaching, I had that assumption like, oh, they're going to help me. And like, they're, I don't have everything ironed out, but they're going to tell me what to do. And honestly, no, like that's not what they're for. If you need help, then yeah, there's certain RDs who are involved in the career uh, counseling side too. So I would just look them up and see if they have any guidance or recommendations for you. And then once you feel more concrete with your business concept, then you find the coach. One other thing I'll add to that is like, it's okay if you find a concept and you develop it and you're ready to take your business off the ground. And then a year later you realize like, oh, I actually don't love this and I want to pivot. I would say that is actually 100% normal and many people will pivot within their business for several reasons. One, because it's just not filling your cup anymore. I need to change things up for yourself so that you're not like feeling burnt out. The second reason being the market's changing. Like maybe a service that you're offering is only reaching 50% of your ideal market, but you realize like, oh, if I tweak things, I can actually reach 85% of my ideal market. So you need to be sensitive to a few factors when you're creating your business concept and include quite a bit of flexibility to recognize like, okay, I'm going to start here, but I am prepared if I need to deviate off course a little bit or make some pivots to to get to my end dream, which is to be a successful business owner. It's also like very likely as you move throughout your business journey and your freelance journey that you'll be in different seasons of your life and certain goals will become new priorities and it might be growth or it might be expansion or it might be developing new products like everybody's path is going to look different at different points in their life so if you're not fully prepared to book with a business coach I mean many of the business coaches right now also offer um, just like one-off sessions which might be enough to help get you by uh, and kind of refresh your, me- your refresh your knowledge, excuse me. So those are available to you as well. What, my word to the wise, just having been through a couple coaching programs, is that you should have realistic expectations with yourself in terms of how much you're going to learn. Because when you sign up, you're going to want to learn everything. You're going to want to just have everything under your belt ready to go. And that is a very noble and ambitious goal. However, it's probably not going to happen. Your business coach is going to help you with the biggest goals you have. Absolutely. But there's probably going to be some of the smaller stuff that you're just going to have to learn later on your own or through a single follow-up call with them later on, possibly. Like that's just normal. Um, I, I think that I put a lot of pressure on myself when I was with the coaches, just trying to soak up every minute and ask every single question. And sometimes it was I was asking almost too much information, you know, like I was getting myself a little bit tired and confused and I wasn't sinking in what they were telling me all the way because I was so obsessed with running the questions off of my to-do list, you know, and marking them off like, okay, we talked about that. Okay, we talked about that. Like it was just a, a little bit sometimes frantic, like that's the best word I can place to that image for you guys. So recognize that it's okay and unlikely to have every single item on your checklist completed when you fit when you wrap up with a coach like you have to really get the most out of it by being present and mindful during your sessions with them the final word to the wise I want to share with you guys is that I encourage you to look at any kind of learning opportunity coaching opportunity as an investment and not an expense I think it's really rare not to make the money back after you work with a coach you know, I would even expect you to double it. Like if you are really ironclad with your coach and had a really good plan set in place. 
um, that's part of the business. Like you just have to invest money in yourself if you want to grow and scale and develop. So I think a lot of, I think about Laura, oh my gosh, Laura Schroeder, Laura Schrodener. I'm sorry, I can't say her name, which is ironic because I have a really hard to pronounce last name. She's like a pretty uh, pro- prolific RD business coach. And I always think about this one reel she made where it's like, you're surprised, you know, it's like one of those TikTok voices and it's like, you're surprised? Don't be surprised. And then the tagline is like, don't be surprised that you need to spend money to like get your business off the ground. Like that's just the cost of business. And I always think about that whenever I have a moment where I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend money on that or uh, I'll just muscle through this and figure it out myself. I always think of that reel and I'm like, you're surprised? Don't be surprised. Like you got to spend money to make money. That is very true. So yeah, so that's probably one of the most effective reels ever made, <laughs> at least in my brain. So there you go. That Those are my little tidbits for you about business coaching. I mean, hopefully it's something you're considering if you are at a point, like I mentioned, where you're feeling more overwhelmed than actually productive. If you have questions, I mean, I'm happy to answer them. I think ultimately you need to find a coach that just really aligns with your philosophies and values and go for them there. Like book those discovery calls and see what they have to say. That's it for me today. I hope that you enjoyed this bonus episode. Uh, Before I forget, I did include a link for a survey in the show notes. It's a survey to help me better understand, you know, what are some of the topics that you guys really need help with? How can I better serve you as a brand? I mean, it's only eight questions long. And everybody who completes the survey gets their name entered into a draw to win a $10 Starbucks card. So I'm going to be closing the survey this Sunday, and then the name is going to be pulled Sunday night, and I'm going to directly email whoever wins. I really value your feedback and your time, and if you could just take like three minutes, I would really appreciate it. Next week, I'm back on the show with Whitney Bateson. She is a dietitian who works in digital strategy, website development. I mean, Whitney was so ahead of the curve on the digital scene. She was working online way before COVID hits, and she's even worked all over the world. So she has lots of cool, inspiring stories. And I know you guys are going to really enjoy her episode. So that's coming out next Tuesday. I hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll see you here next week. Bye.